Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner Man. First off, if you like this content that's coming your way, hit that subscribe button. It means a lot. Like, comment on all the videos. It means a ton. Helps me grow the channel, folks. This has been a great journey this year with you guys, man, you know, representing here on the Nino's Corner channel, man. But first off, let's go to our first sponsor, folks. So support for the for the Nino's Corner podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, folks, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping using the code Nino's Corner at manscaped.com. Again, 20% off and free worldwide shipping using the promo code Nino's Corner at manscaped.com. Also, guys, 10% off promo code using NC Peeps at my own clothing store, Nino's Corner Merch.com. And go check the button down there. Um, go in the comments, go in the in the section, click on it, go to the link, get the gear, uh, hoodies, uh, uh, sweats, shorts, the whole nine is there, man. Nino's Corner Merch.com, 10% off using the code NC Peeps at Nino's Corner Merch.com. But today, folks, we're here to talk about Texas Portal Targets. All right, so we got three guys in the portal right now who Texas is really looking at. So let's just go in, talk about these three guys. So you got Mario Williams from OU, um, the freshman, the stud freshman wide receiver, who's already kind of expressed that he wants to go play with Caleb Williams, who entered the portal, and all signs are tracking that Caleb Williams is more than likely going to be going to USC. Um, so if that's the case, does Mario Williams follow him to USC, or does he uh, come to Texas? He's from Florida, so it doesn't matter like which state he goes. So he's already far away from home. Um, but Texas does have the opportunity. They got the open depth chart. Um, he got to see exactly what a guy like Worthy was able to do in last year's offense. Uh, so that is a possibility. And also per uh, two four seven Sports on three inside Texas and also Orange Bloods, uh, looks like he was in Texas uh, just a couple days ago at a Texas versus OU basketball game um, as a guest. Uh, so, hey, anything can happen in this age of the portal, in this age and in, in, in the world of transfers and one time transfers and NIL deals. Never say never uh, to anything when it comes to these Texas portal guys, these transfer portal targets. Never say never. Um, do I see it happen? Mm, who knows? But we did get a cryptic uh, tweet uh, from new wide receiver coach Marion, you know, what I'm saying Brendan Marion uh, about. Uh, the Texas baseball team. And it's kind of cryptic because uh, Williams has gone online and basically said that he wants to go to a school or when he came out of high school, he wanted to go to a school where he could play football and baseball. And who has the top baseball team in the country this year? And it's none other than Texas Longhorns. Um, so to see that text come out from, you know, from Marion, uh was kind of cryptic but we shall see and i'll post it up here in the video so you guys can see the tweet that i'm talking about um but when we're talking about other guys and things that texas could definitely use here on their team right now uh i think positions that texas didn't do the best job of trying to get in the in the uh 2022 cycle um linebacker linebacker we got a great prospect in 
Travell Johnson. But that's pretty much our only linebacker prospect. Um, the other guys that are playing the edge positions, I kind of look at, uh, you know, Derek Brown as an edge guy who can probably put his hand down in the dirt as well, but drop down somewhat. But he's more of a guy that's going to rush the passer. All right. Um, but just a true linebacker, sideline to sideline linebacker with speed uh, that can do what he needs to do on the field. That is Travell Johnson. I mean, that's all we got in this cycle for a linebacker in the 2022 cycle for the commitments here at Texas. But there's an interesting linebacker who just came into the portal by the name of Drew Sanders. Drew Sanders was a former five star recruit out of Denton, uh, Texas, um, ended up going to Alabama, um, but sitting behind guys like, come on, Will Anderson and uh you know, Larry Turner. I mean, these these guys are are straight monsters. So to have five star talent stacked in front of you or high four star talent stacked in front of you and there's like no real option for you to see the field immediately and get the impact. You put your name in the portal and you see what you can do. So Drew Turner, um, not Drew Turner, Drew Sanders, Drew Turner. Drew Turner is a friend of mine that I worked with. Actually, what's up, Drew? And I, and I, but Drew Sanders. Uh, uh, definitely it's a guy who can step in on campus at 6'5", 245 pounds and be an immediate impact player here at Texas at a position of need. And we all understand that the linebacker position is a position of need. Um, we got Overshawn. Overshawn is, is going to be back. Um, we got Jalen Ford. We got Benda. Uh, we got, we got Mo Blackwell, you know, um, um, as well. Uh, but we need somebody that can be that outside linebacker to come off the edge a little bit. A guy that can run sideline, you know, a guy that can run sideline to sideline as well. Um, and that is Drew Sanders, man. He is a guy that can come in and be a day one starter here at Texas. And that is something that we need at the linebacker position. Uh, other help that we need on the defense is on the defensive line. And that is where we have a guy, um, O'Shawn Mathis from TCU, a uh, former all Big 12 performer. I think eight or nine sacks just, just two years ago, uh, 12, 12 and a half tackles for loss, I think, in that season as well. And he's a guy, a prime example of a guy in which Gary Patterson uh, can have as a ball of clay and form into an NFL draftable guy that's, that is going to get drafted here in the league. But he has one more year, I think. Um, and Gary Patterson, with all the rumors of Gary Patterson possibly joining the staff here at Texas, all signs are pointing that Mathis has the opportunity to definitely come here to Texas and he'll be an immediate impact player. One thing that we missed were edge rushers. Um, and I think Texas hurt a, a ton, a ton last year when Jacoby Jones went out because he was the guy who could definitely help against the run, but also was one of our best pass rushers. Now we got some really good pass rush out of um, was Ovia Gofu. Some really good pass rush out of him, uh, but we just need consistency at that position. You you put in a plug and play player like Mathis, who has shown that he can do great things in this conference at the defensive end position at that edge, and you got a guy who can also be a day one starter. And so when you have a guy like Mathis who can come in on one side rush the passer, you bring in a guy like Drew Sanders who can come in and be that uh, the weak side linebacker here at Texas, and you pair him with with Overshawn. Um, like I say, Matt is on the defensive line. Couple that with, uh, you know, some some beef that we got here from the from the 2022 cycle, as well as guys who are already here on campus. You got Coburn, you got Sweat, you got Alfred Collins, you got Vernon Broughton, you got Myron Warren, you got those guys here already here. Gorm Welch is also one of those guys. Um, but you also have a great defensive line hall here for Texas in in the 2022 cycle. But if you bring in a guy like Mathis, you might not you might not have to play those true freshmen as early 
um, as as might be necessary if a guy like Mathis doesn't come. So we got the Finkleys who are coming here, who I think is going to be a beast. We have the Taps that is coming in here. Jamon Taps is a guy who I'm very excited about. He's he's a Louisiana kid. You guys know I'm from Louisiana. I'm from the boot. I'm from Shreveport. And so I'm excited about him. Um, you got the Aaron Bryants. Uh, you got the Chris Rosses. Um, you got the Zach Swansons. Like I said, the Derek Browns earlier, the Jeray Bledsoe's. We had a hell of a haul along the defensive line. And if you're bringing a guy like Mathis, I think what that does is it doesn't um, it doesn't let you put those guys out there when they're a little too too young for multiple snaps for too many snaps. You bring a guy like Mathis in, he can man that position, take sixty to seventy percent of the snaps on a game by game basis, and then you can sprinkle in some Jamon Tab, you can sprinkle in some you know some Finkley, you can do that, and I think that will be a perfect solution, a perfect combination for Texas here for that defensive line. So I would love to have Mathis here on campus. I would love to have his former coach also, Gary Patterson. And let's talk about Gary Patterson. So uh, job opening comes up at Texas. Uh, Assistant to the head coach, assistant, special assistant to the head coach, something of that nature. Um, But it looks like a job that is, no kidding, uh, uh, written up. Uh, wrote up gift wrapped for Gary Patterson to come here and be somebody on the staff here at Texas. I think this is a, is a great move for Texas because we all know Gary Patterson is one of the best coaches uh, in this conference over the past, what, 10, 15 years, if not longer. You know, he did great things at TCU when they were in the Mountain West Conference. He's done great things at TCU since they've been in the Big 12. Gary Patterson is one of those guys who takes talent, two stars, three stars, and makes them draftable players. And that's one thing that you got to love about Gary Patterson. But if you bring him here to Texas, what he can give you is that 30,000-foot level that 30,000 foot level from a head coaching perspective to look at the defense, to look at the offense, get on Sark and say, hey, this is where you're weak at. This is where we try to exploit you guys. You guys, uh, you know, did did X, Y and Z here, kind of swapped it up and do that. That confused people a little bit more, you know, so um, it gives them a bird's eye view. But it's also a very smart move from Steve Sarkeesian in the fact that. Let's be honest. The defense last year was one of the worst defenses that we ever fielded here at Texas. And I'm not going to put all that on Coach PK and his staff, but somebody has to be held accountable. Yes, the players have to be held accountable as well. Um, But if this goes on for a second season, the defense does not perform to the heights that we want them to perform to, then this gives you a permanent out right now because you have one of the best defensive minds in college football and Gary Patterson. Uh, who can step down and be that defensive coordinator as well. Um, so it's this is a great move. This is a chess move. But you also got to look at it, too, uh, in the fact that it's not about even at that opportunity to possibly even get rid of Coach PK. I don't think you need to do that. Coach PK, if you look at his previous situations at Washington, one of the most unselfish coaches that you ever seen. So you have a guy like him. You have Jimmy Lake. They're both on the same staff. Jimmy Lake, man, the, man, the, uh, the uh, defensive backs. And PK did the rest of the defense. And those guys coexisted and, and, and filled with some great defenses at Washington. You know, so uh, Coach PK stays at Washington while Lake gets, gets the promotion to become the head coach. And he still manages the defense, but Lake still has a lot of input into that defensive well. So uh, the, the point that I'm getting at here is that Coach PK is not a selfish coach. 
he's a guy that wants to win and and he's getting paid very well to to win down here at Texas. Uh, but if things come to the point where Gary Patterson has to step in, I don't see there being a problem where Coach PK goes, let's do this co-defensive thing. You know, where you're a co-DC, I'm a co-DC, and let's make this thing work. So it's going to be very interesting to see how everything unfolds here at Texas with Gary Patterson, uh, with the transfer reporter guys and Drew Sanders, um, you know, Mario Williams, and also uh, Sean Mathis. Um, if I had to put a pick on this, I would probably say Texas lands uh, Sanders, Texas lands Mathis, and I think that would be a great haul from the portal. Um, because it shores up two positions of need here on the defense that Texas is is in desperate need of, and that's uh, a definite pass rusher and a definite linebacker to go right next to, um, you know, Overshawn, so that you can have a great, uh, you know, front seven with the defensive linemen and also our linebackers as well. Um, some some key positions that are probably not going to be addressed here in the portal or or uh, positions that haven't been talked about in the portal yet have been offensive linemen. And why is that? Maybe because Texas just hauled in six offensive linemen and possibly seven if Devin Campbell decides to hop on the the uh, the bandwagon here and, and come to Texas per the second national signing day. Texas bringing in those six offensive linemen, Kelvin Banks Jr., um, Agbo, um, uh, Nito, uh, Connor Robinson, uh, Cole Hudson, and I'm missing one, guys. Cam Williams, big Cam Williams from Duncanville. That's one guy you can't miss, man. They do this huge. But Texas bringing in a huge offensive line haul um, kind of helps ease the pain there. But you guys saw my stance on playing true freshman on, you know, you know, on the line. I think you can get away with that with one or two guys, but you can't feel more than that. Uh, so guess what? Cal Flood must feel comfortable but with what he has in that room. And as we saw towards the end of the season last year, that offensive line did jail pretty well together. So I think it's just a matter of continuity, getting players in the right position, uh, you know, you know, to play um, just the continuity and the bond with the brothers, you know, side to side. Uh, but definitely uh, I, I do see one or two freshmen start, you know, uh, actually starting on this line. I can definitely see a guy like Kelvin Banks Jr. stepping on here on campus and probably being one of the best uh, tackles here on the team from day one. Uh, I can definitely see a guy like. Uh, Campbell coming in and doing some great things here at Texas too. If he does commit to us, um, you know, for the second national signing day, but guys that you don't want to sleep on. And we talked about this on a live chat last, last week. You don't want to sleep on a guy like Hayden Connor. Hayden Connor showed he has some nastiness in him too. And he's a guy who can come in and in his second year in his true sophomore year, be able to come in and, and get some great snaps for us too here at Texas. So it's going to be a great season here, a great off season. Uh, can't wait to see if Sanders actually comes in and uh, comes to this team and the same thing with Mathis. Uh, I would hope that those two would would come to this team. Um, the next one would be Williams at the wide receiver position. I don't know if that's going to happen, but if it does, I mean, that's just a cherry on top, man. So on that note, guys, man, subscribe, like, uh, tune in, listen to the videos, man. Uh, comment means a lot, folks. Um, love you guys, man. But on that note, man, I got to end this by saying do you like I do all my videos, man. Do you, man. Don't be afraid to fail. I'll grow your environment. Understand your brilliance. Nino's Corner. I'm out. Hook them. Horns up all day long.